The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. Now can I sing my song? Yeah. Welcome to the Big Shiny Podcast. We talk about stuff. John has Crystal Pepsi. Is the thing that we talked about. We got that in the West Valley City. <laughs> they have it everywhere, Tom. Here's here's what I I'm just want to be special. Is in the age and political climate we're living in, you had to buy the some wife. guy at Pepsi is like, you know, to help heal the world. <laughs> no, he's like, there are for sure a whole portion of the country where they're like. I'm not drinking Pepsi because it's brown, but I hate 7-Up because I'm a normal person. Like, no one likes 7-Up. They're like, this is what it's selling what if I'm race? What if I'm racist, but I'm a Coke guy? I think you're shit out of luck. <sighs> I'm more impressed with you being a guy, to be honest. Hey, I mean it hey. as a gender-neutral term. Fair. And statistically, women are far more racist than men. That's... Yeah, but we just know to keep it up in our brain box. No. <laughs> it's like we how... just keep it rattling around up it's in the like old. It's like how women get away with more murders and it's like disenfranchised are more people. At they know how to shut up about it. I'm just kidding. That's not a <laughs> Wish real. Wish they could stat, figure that guys. out about other things. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. How's your love life, Tyson? Good. That's a weird question, but <laughs> yeah. it's fine. He's married. He's <laughs> a couple kids. He's what? had sex at least twice. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Big Shiny Podcast. Now we're gonna try it again. Do you guys want to talk about movies or TV shows? TV. TV shows. It's time for the fall TV shows. <laughs> oh my God. There's been like so many shows. I started watching that Manifest show. Quitting that after episode two. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Oh. I cannot. I kind of have a like a, a, a rule about new TV now is I let it run its first season. Yeah, And then I if know. I hear like good word of mouth, then like. I'll catch that first season, like, and then it's, if, if it got renewed for a second season, then I'll catch up on that first season and then jump onto the second season. Oh, uh, you know what? Did have a killer first season and is crushing it with season two. The Gifted. Sure. <laughs> I feel like that's not where yeah, this was wh- going. Where were you yes, go? and let's talk about The Gifted. <laughs> X Men? Anybody? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how how underwhelmed by that Dark Phoenix trailer were you? Oh my lord. Oh jeez. Are we we're gonna save that for movies though? Yeah. Right? Let's talk about it during movies. Oh but... my god. Okay, I have a thing to bring up afterwards. Oh boy. Oh, that baby's kicking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not for long. Wait, which Life that... of Captain Marvel issue four, the preview pages. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh yeah, you were bitching about that on Twitter. Car L? She from Krypton? Anyway, the gifted X-Men. <laughs> So season two. Wait, why is that? They're all L's. That's that's what the Cree do. Yeah, let's, Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, but changing the story so that her mom is Cree. How do you know they're changing? As it? opposed to going through a machine where they somehow combine DNA. Yeah, Cree. I'm just saying I don't like it when women change my stories. <laughs> Especially when it's those LGBTQIA ones. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> all I'm saying hashtag him too. <laughs> About All time right. men get the attention they deserve. It's a scary time for boys. Mm. I, I am, as a 33-year-old white male, I am horrified right now. I just, think the just stupid. terrified. Just, yeah. I am just constantly. Can't go out con- on dates because scared of feminists with an axe to grind. Mm-hmm. If anyone tell, like in person tells me 
like any white male tells me that they're scared right now, I'm going to ask them. Who, Rapist. Who, yeah. Who did they rape? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm living my best life. Yeah. There hasn't been a better time to be a white man. Right? I'm not saying I support it, but like, am I upset that I haven't? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, if he can be a Supreme Court justice, I can be a Supreme Court justice. Please, can we talk about the fucking gifted? I yes. can get out of anything. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were anything. talking about the gifted. Oh, <laughs> boom! Entitlement. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like being successful and not like prejudiced against? I don't- Pod Save America, we are all available for guest spots. <laughs> Check out this sound effect. <laughs> you know what the real problem is? Mutants. Mm. <laughs> That's right. Goddamn muties. Goddamn muties. Um, so season two of The Gifted like started. I'm trying to talk about it. <laughs> Your gene jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they uh, start the season off with uh, the Black Queen um, and the yeah. Cuckoos wiping yeah. out... Uh, I guess the current inner circle, yep. and then they take it over. So, and the what inner happened circle. At the, what happened at the end of the last season? Oh, so at the end of the last season, previously on. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the end of the last season, um, the mutant underground, who is the offshoot of the X Men, who are all dead, also known as the Underground, continue. <laughs> and uh, that what was the? Uh, oh, the Brotherhood, the Mutant Brotherhood. Um, they kind of squared off, and then. Um, kind of in it's a it's a lot like the uh the magneto and xavier ideal ideologies like coming to a head again Mm -hmm. and a couple people um so polaris who is magneto's daughter Mm -hmm. um she was with the mutant underground she left to go to the brotherhood and uh she took one of the uh von strucker kids who are two of the main characters with them and they joined the brotherhood the bad guys sounds like a bunch of gang wars to me more or less mutant gang wars (laughs) and uh so that's what happened at the end and so now and polaris is was pregnant with um eclipse's baby Uh and so she had the baby um and they think like this baby is gonna be like important to their cause for some unknown reason so hey john Real talk though, did you listen to last week's episode? I missed it completely. Oh, it took dang. too long. I was gonna go. say, did you listen to last week's episode where we shit talked to you? No. Okay, cool. Don't know. None the wiser. Okay. <laughs> Probably not gonna go back and listen. What did we say about him again? Uh, we were just talking about something like, about being a Jew. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. something about people who are like, hey, watch this video on my phone. That's right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watch everything on my phone. Yeah. I literally have. Not, a, the, not a, the point of the joke. <laughs> so, anyway, the gifted. I'm going to get through this. Sorry, Chad. You don't need to worry about taking care of that baby. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that baby. What is the, so, what is that baby? What do we expect that baby to be? Um, I don't know. They've named her Dawn. Um, which I was wondering, is that the name of the baby from that cable series? That's Hope. Hope? Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know. Like, I'm not really sure what they're planning on doing with the baby. It's the dawn of a new age for mutants. It, it, it's actually what it is. So the Brotherhood's the ultimate goal name. is they want to like find a place where they can establish a mutants-only like colony. 
is and the thing oh, the wild, thing is, wild is country. so it, yeah well more of uh what's the place in the genosha, called? genosha. Like, that's yeah. failed a million times yeah let it go yeah so you they're, know? Like, they're <laughs> trying to, to form a new genosha and then the the underground is trying to you know fight for the rights let's, of mutants and carry on the x-men's mission let's make israel but put like all these powerful people in it yeah, israel's yeah. worked out so well yeah in general let's add a bunch of human like superhuman weapons yeah. yeah so um there's also a uh uh another protagonist is sentinel services so they're the precursor to mm-hmm. the sentinels and uh there's a a guy a sentinel service agent from last season who was fired uh for pursuing the mutants and, like pretty much raising the like via scorched earth method and so he got fired for it and but he's still like trying to go against the mutants and investigate and lock them up even though he's not officially part of sentinel services anymore so every time i see a company with sentinel in the title i'm immediately like oh no go no no good no so a couple things that are happening are going on the cuckoos are playing a big part this season and uh so is the black queen um and they are uh the head so the brotherhoods more or less become the inner circle which is an offshoot of um the hellfire the hellfire club that's right so i don't know it's just it's a great x-men show without the x-men and but you got some x-men deep cuts in there you've got thunderbird who's a great character blink blink is awesome she's probably the main characters of age of apocalypse i love blink yeah i love blink and she's she's great in this show yeah um and they're bringing in some other like it's one of those shows where they introduce a new mutant and i have to google because like i've heard the name before and i have to google like all right who was this in the comic books um they just they introduced the uh morlocks Mm. uh, and their leader that has the eye that can like store energy and, and shoot kind of like uh cyclops um so they're introducing like a lot of great characters um the story is really really good um, I'm kind of curious to see where like the overall arch is going for season two right now. Um, like I said, like, you know what their plans are, but as far as kind of what the overarching main story is going to be is, is kind of just ramping up. Um, Eclipse, who isn't a comic book character, he's the one of the mutants that they uh, created just for the show. Um, he had to go uh, to Polaris's baby. So like the inner circle had to bring him in because she was suffering from... Um, jaundice after being born but it was like mutant jaundice and he has uh like light hands yeah like photon powers and like it turns out that it was she wasn't reacting to sunlight or uv treatment or anything like that that normally does photon hands yep she needed her dad's photon powers so that was kind of interesting but uh, it's been really good it's been (laughs) just being loved by your father (laughs) what's that like um i'd encourage anyone to watch it it's an excellent x-men show cool yeah so that's all i gotta say about i think it. i think we're gonna get some x23 in there at some i point. think so too yeah i think they're, they're i think laura kinney's gonna pop up and yeah i think they're gonna bring i think they're going towards they're gonna eventually i think bring in a recognizable name i and if yeah. it, it might be x23 like it'll be interesting to see I mean, just based on the timeline they're operating on yeah it's kind of your only option yeah exactly well and all the all the x-men are dead so uh, i do want to find out more about that event and they kind of keep giving you like little bits and pieces of it you know what happened happened. charles xavier yes we saw that movie yeah Yeah. 
That is true. I'm pretty sure that's what they're going off of. So do you think this is, well, but. I think this is the Old Man Logan that's universe. That's what I think. That's what I think too, yeah. And, it's, and Xavier it's, had a freak out. Yeah. Yeah, in that episode. Well, not his fault. He's old. Lost control. Yeah. I, I do think, I subscribe to the theory that this is on the Old Man Logan timeline. Just the way they've been talking about things and so. Also yeah. on the Old Man Logan timeline, Big Mouth. Season two on Netflix. <laughs> that was a fantastic segue. Oh, yeah, man. I saw that Runaways trailer. By the way, oh, I haven't watched. Oh, it I haven't yet. watched the trailer yet. I'm excited. Pretty though. excited. Yeah. December twenty first. Yep, which is my brother's birthday. Oh, happy you birthday, brother! Kill my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get in the way of Runaways. Day. Well, but I like they're everywhere. What I like about Runaways though is there's been like nothing for it yeah. until New York Comic Con, and suddenly. Runaways, runaways, runaways. Yeah. They they announced that it was coming back in December like two months ago. And that was it. Like that's all they've if you follow some of the actors and stuff on Twitter, which I do, then they've been posting stuff about filming the second mm. season and stuff like that. But that's about it. There hasn't been a lot of which is interesting because it was, it was I think it was a moderately big hit for Hulu. I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed I, it. I thought it was great. Like I thought every Had episode a was cool fantastic. soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I didn't like about it was like the shots at the end that were like, LA's fucking cool. Is it not? No, LA sucks. I know. I hate No, no. It's a city of angels, yeah. Nah, man. <laughs> Those angels be lying. Here's here's my thing. It's uh, like, it's if it wasn't cool, <laughs> would, would the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Like, why do they write it? every song after that if it's if it's not cool? Even that snow one? hey oh. <laughs> Yeah. What about Guns N' Roses? What about L.A. Guns? They even named their band after them. If I had something to throw. Do we know that Paradise City is about Los Angeles? Yes. I don't think the grass is green there. It's literally... The girls are... Okay. All, all the interviews. <laughs> they're, they're like, yes, this is... They're solid sixes. <laughs> Take me down to the Paradise City <laughs> where the grass is gravel and the girls are sixes. <laughs> it's, it's the country version. Ugh. Big Mouth. Big Mouth season two. I watched it. So all talk about night. a show that I was not expecting to like the first season. It's required viewing for everyone going through puberty and who needs sex oh, education. Right? It is for all of it being funny and terrible. There's actually like legitimate information in there that kids should have. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, especially, uh, did you finish the second season? I watched it twice. Did yeah. you like? Yeah. Uh, have you guys watched it at all? So essentially, it's I've about seen it half. It's about a group of like 12 year old kids and they're all either about to go into puberty or starting puberty. Like it is the show that I wish I had going through puberty. And when you start going through puberty, you get a hormone monster. (laughs) Not not me. (laughs) The the show I wanted (laughs) is like screaming for semen parts (laughs) one through 25. (laughs) When I'm going through puberty. John just one of those VHS tapes with the masking tape and the hand. It's like the the season finale of season one where they have to go into the pornscape to to rescue Nick, or uh, not Nick, Andrew. (laughs) Um, But there's this hormone monster and the hormone monster acts as like that voice and like, like the boys, it's, you know, Every awful sexual thought about anything, like like one person... of the girls they go to school with, develops over the summer, and they're yeah. like boobs, yeah, boobs, boobs. And the hormone monster is like, oh, you got to go put your face in those. Big mouth, <laughs> Big mouth hormone monster oh. is my favorite character. I thought, oh Rick? my god, oh my god. <laughs> you the man. <laughs> I know. It's making a move. No. Well, Fuck spiders. I want y'all to know you just heard the live murder of an innocent creature. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're the man. You're the man. You're crazy. I love you. You're crazy. I love you, man. You might ride. (laughs) The coach. The coach kills me. Um, But there's so there's an episode called the Planned Parenthood show. That's a whole episode about like what Planned Parenthood does. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's so good. Talks about your birth control options. They do a lot more than they're a lot more than an abortion factory. They do like it's like a they do a parody of The Bachelor, and oh instead God. it's a sis, uh, one of the, the the kids' sisters picking out which form of birth control she wants to use, and each of the forms of birth control are a contestant. So there's like the IUD, the condom. My favorite, there's the, the drunk guy. There's a drunk guy. He's the, the pullout pull method. method. <laughs> Like at the end, she's like, I pick the pullout method. And the mom comes in, she's like, no, 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 no. wrong, wrong, wrong. Um, so I don't know, it's a great show. It's uh, they get away with a lot of stuff for it being animated. Um, like the whole uh, you see, little boy wieners, yeah, little boy wieners happens, little boy masturbating, yeah, mm-hmm. say little girls too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Pillow orgy. <laughs> when they're in the motel, and it's like episode two. Oh, it's episode one. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. That Jason Manzoukas. Just fuck my yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Manzoukas' character in that show fucking kills me. Like he brings a, and like he goes to this party in the first season, and he brings a, a bottle of uh, cotton candy brandy. Uh. <laughs> and he's because his dad defended them in court because it was. It, it, he, and he's like, it's made by uh, child laborers in some country. And he's like, four kids, buy kids. FKBK. <laughs> <laughs> like, then he just runs around the whole of the party drinking cotton candy brandy, screaming party wolf. He does this thing in season two where he like jacks himself off in his pants, like hands free. And he's uh, like, no one can tell I'm coming. Because yeah. <laughs> like he, he tucks it in between his legs and walks around. And oh my gosh. And then, so there's a scene where they're in like the locker room and he's naked and he like tucks it. And then he turns around and you can see the little tip of it at his butt. Yeah. It's called a fruit bowl. <laughs> and he's like, I'm definitely looking at myself in the mirror tonight. <laughs> It's great. So, yeah, I mean, it really captures, like, I can only speak from, like, the guy side, but, like, kid, like, little boys going through puberty and Not just, like. the girl side, too. Well, like, I assume that. Like, awesome. I just, like, I can't speak to it. Yeah. Right now, but. Um, no, do it, white man. <laughs> well, actually. Well, yeah, well, actually, let me tell you about You know my body puberty. and what it deserves yeah. better than speak anybody. freely. No consequence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say whatever you want. Um, so, yeah, it's a great show. I would the two seasons that are out there on Netflix, it's fucking hilarious. And I think everyone should watch it because it's great. The boob episode fucking killed me. Yeah. That was hilarious because. I mean, I'm still baffled. I don't get why guys like boobs so much. And I mean, like they try to explain it, but the explanation is just kind of like, mm-hmm. we just do. Yeah, <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. But like he, like the hormone monster takes Andrew into this boob land and every, like the mountains are boobs and there's like wild boobs running the in the fields. And it's just like two boobs just like bouncing across the fields. Chazah. And he, he just lands in them and he's just like, they all like come up and they're like crawling like caterpillars. To but then there's also an episode that's all about for women uh, embracing your body for it's, what I think it it's, is it's the same episode is it yeah because from the boy side it's their obsession with boobs is like a sexual thing and oh, yeah because missy the, is flat chested missy's she's flat really chested. self-conscious about it so her yeah. 
So her hippie liberal mom is like, come with me to the Korean spa. And so Jesse and Missy go to the Korean spa and everyone's naked and everyone's all kinds of body shapes. Yep. So, and then there's a whole song and yep. dance number mm-hmm. around it. What so. an old lady bush. Yeah, <laughs> just like yep. bush and boobs everywhere. I think my favorite song was I'm going to do Sex on a Lady <laughs> from Coach Steve. He he made thick and a warm. Made, <laughs> I, I made thick in your mother. And I think it, everything he says has to be improvised, right? But then, like, how do you come up with that kind of shit? I don't know. Nick Kroll on that show, like his voice, like I thought the hormone monster for the longest time was, was Will Arnett. Was Will Arnett? I got into a fight with Andrew about that. I was yeah. like, nope, that's Nick Kroll. And yeah. he's like, no. No, and, I thought it was Will Arnett. Yeah, for I, the whole first season. Same here. Yeah. It was. It was in. It was one of the episodes early on in season two. I don't remember which character, but it sounded familiar, and I couldn't pin the voice. So I IMDb like who the voice actor was for that one, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and the, at the top it says Nick Kroll, and it's got all the characters he plays. And, like the second one is Hormone Monster. I'm like, what? What? No. Oh, and also, hey, British award-winning actor David Thewlis, would you like to come be a voice actor on our nasty boy show? Who? David Thewlis, Remus Lupin. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they've got a lot of a lot of people on that show. Yeah, June Diane Raphael plays the uppity, like the snotty girl. Devin. Yeah, Devin. That is a snotty girl name. <laughs> so I don't know. It's great. Yeah, lots of great moments. Every episode's just hilarious, and Coach Steve is just a loving man child. <laughs> uh also like that the shit he says like out of ignorance yeah kills me just kill like when he's when he's fucking that kid's mom and he's like i feel like my penis is gonna puke <laughs> like, well, like he, he just says shit the worst possible. <laughs> a horrible way to say that <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like i'm gonna make thick in you and the funny thing is is the the mom like she thinks that he's a role playing as a virgin, but he's really like a forty something year old virgin. Doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Doesn't know what he's doing, and that's why he still, at the age of like forty whatever, has a hormone monster that's old and fucking doesn't know. Well, then know eventually the hormone on. monster's like, "I did my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm retiring." <laughs> uh, so yeah, good stuff. Ah, uh, but also gross. Always sunny in Philadelphia this season. Crushing it. IMO. So this Lol. season started with last season, Dennis, Dennis had a baby with a woman in yeah. North Dakota, and he leaves at the end of last season's finale. And so then leading up to AP this bio. with AP Bio going on, uh, there was a lot of talk that he wasn't coming back. And the first episode starts. Oh, spoiler. Sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. I mean, it's been four weeks. Get yeah. it together. Yeah. <laughs> um, Careful. There's a dead spider on that. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> He's not credited. No, just dismembering its corpse. I'm sorry, John. No, no, please continue. No, I'm Describe just saying he was desecrating this poor spider's Fuck body. spiders. They, you know what? Go on, John. <laughs> They're gross. Yeah. You're okay. gross. They're yucky. You're yucky. You just have spiders in your house? Running around? I do, actually. <laughs> you just gross. let them be? Yeah. You know who's eating them? Jack. He's eating all of them. No, Jack doesn't know what to do. Oh, he's eating them. Believe me. That's what dogs do. Anyways. I feel like you're generalizing dogs right now, and I won't fucking have it. (laughs) (laughs) I can do that. 
I'm a white male. All right. <laughs> no, you're like my most recent pet peeve, which is voiceovers on dogs making them sound stupid. Mm. Oh, the maple bacon kind? <laughs> you know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the oh. Anyways. I watch that uh, video a lot. So, credits, opening credits, always Sony. Dennis isn't in them. He's credited as a creator, but not as one of the actors. Show starts, they got Mindy Kalin as like the new gang member, and this episode was genius because it's like whenever a sitcom loses a character, lay it on, it like becomes really shitty and they change a bunch of character dynamics without telling you. Mm-hmm. It and was, that's exactly yeah. it was just like this it was, horrible cheesy I was, I was like oh no this is not gonna be good if this is the rest of the show <laughs> and then I realized it's totally intentional this is intentionally bad <laughs> <laughs> and it cracked me up oh man because he shows up at the end yeah. of the episode and he's been in every episode since and the, the whole episode is Mac buys a real doll that is made to look like Dennis <laughs> it's a sex doll <laughs> you shooting your loads into it no no <laughs> you know you are we can smell the bleach from here <laughs> I was just cleaning it why are you cleaning it up <laughs> and then Charlie takes it to his apartment for like safekeeping and to give the waitress someone to talk to because the waitress is living there because they're together now because character dynamics change and uh, he comes back and she's fucked the Dennis sex doll <laughs> the best was when the end of the episode no, when Mindy so Kalen <laughs> describes what happened with the doll how they found out mm-hmm. you can play the trumpet through mm-hmm. its asshole <laughs> that was the greatest because they all fucked it so did he did he th- comes back at the end of the first episode so do you think he's back on like by design or was it do you think they like didn't AP Bio get canceled? No, no AP renewed. Bio. I think, got the, I think the filming schedules shifted or something. Oh, and okay. he, they keep referencing it throughout yeah. the episodes. Like at the end of that first episode, they're like, "Oh, we're so glad you're back." He's like, "For now, for now." Yeah. <laughs> well, they, there was an interview where he said, "Like, I will be in several episodes this season," but like, well, you so would like, talk about like the context of it or like how. So, like, there's one episode that he's not in because it's um, the gang tries to be. Boss Hogs Part Two, but this time it's women. Boggs. Wait, Boggs. Yeah, sorry. And they reference it. They reference him in that anyway. But so it's that episode, but all women. And so it's, it's like Artemis. It's D Artemis the waitress, the waitress. And Mrs. Kelly and Mrs. I, Mac. I love Artemis. I love Artemis. She's, <laughs> I think she's hilarious. At the end of that episode gets so gross. <laughs> I bet if Artemis. Oh, is and in Gail it. the Snail shows up. Yeah, she's Gail the, the Snail. Oh, right. <sighs> what are you guys, you guys doing? Go to a rave. <laughs> <laughs> Giving him a handy under the table. <laughs> she's just mashing it. <laughs> anyway, but one of my most favorite episodes is they do an escape room, but it's like an in-house escape room. So like they come and they set it up in Mac and Dennis's apartment, and they like. The, they spend 30 minutes trying to make one decision. And if you've ever done an escape room, it is not just one thing yeah. that solves the escape room. <laughs> so like they, they, after 30 minutes, come to the conclusion and it takes them to the next next clue. And they're like, what the fuck? But at the same time, because they hate Dee, they've locked her in Dennis's room, which is only <laughs> unlockable from the outside. And totally soundproofed. And it's, totally soundproofed. And D like hits a button on the alarm clock and it like triggers this like system that Dennis has set up. And he's <laughs> like, um, like you can only get out with the, you know, uh, safe word that we've talked about. But as we know from your Craigslist dad, you won't. 
It's just like so fucked up. Uh, anyway. Oh, Lordy. Uh, new Doctor Who? New Doctor Who. It's a lady Doctor this time. Who? This ain't your mom's Doctor Who. Actually, it kind of is now. In a way. Why? Because it's, it's a lady. lady. No, but it's like darker. First Doctor like Who Barbie doll just came better. out. I want it. I want to get that for you. As a Barbie doll collector, I want it. You are? <laughs> I was, wow. I was not aware of that. Uh, not like intentionally. But oh, like okay. I have I have a lot of Barbies that are collectors. <laughs> Like the Disney ones, like the first. Let's no. Well, let's ignore Doctor Who. Let's dive into <laughs> this. Yeah, let's unpack this. How do you accidentally collect Barbies? Yeah, my yeah. grandpa always sends me like collect like Barbie collectible. Like I have a ton that are still in the boxes in my mom's basement. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, that was a pretty simple story. Actually. Yeah, it was really straightforward. Um, but I like it's one of those things where I like to drop it and see what happens. When's the last time you went through those Barbies? Oh fuck! Like, come on, years ago. Well, this time it ground this podcast to a halt. So good job. <laughs> I just, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm, I'm like racking my brain for Barbie jokes, and I'm like, I got nothing. Um, new Doctor Who. New Doctor Who. Jodie Whittaker is taking over the mantle. Um, it's, it's. Uh, this episode says so much. All right, break it down. Okay, so the MacGuffin is like a white guy, right? And he's white because he's got teeth on his face. That's well, a, no. That's a, that's a MacGuffin. A MacGuffin? Sounds it's a like McDonald's a meal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a plot device. It's so like in Infinity War, the MacGuffin is the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. It is the thing that they are after. Okay. Um, but like in this episode, there's this alien who's like on a hunt and one of his targets is on Earth or whatever. And um, it's a white guy. And they put an emphasis on everybody else in the cast is not a white guy. It, everyone is like a person of color has a, um, like one guy has a coordination disorder. Um, they like really put an emphasis on that, like that everybody's different and fun. And then the white guy's like, no, I'm good. And, uh, then it turns out that he's actually the target, but he like listens to this like affirmation tape about, he's like, I am valued. I am like worthy of love. Somebody out there wants me. And like, I think the message of the white guy is the trophy. And he's also like reassuring himself. I thought that was kind of funny. You went way deeper on that than I ever did. I was like, oh, that's the guy they're after. But also there's a scene that girls can be engineers too. So do you remember like the new Sonic Screwdriver looks like a dildo? Mm -hmm. There's like a reason because she had to make it in someone's basement. And if a woman's going to make something, it's going to look like a dildo. It's going to have (laughs) multifunctionality. And it's going to look like a dildo. So like it's a Sonic Screwdriver and... I'm sure it could be. But like... Just the whole scene of her building the sonic screwdriver, like girls can be engineers too. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. fun! Yeah, how yep. fun! Um, like, she's not a girl, right? She's just the doctor in a different body, right? But and I mean, there's still gender, body. yeah. I mean, it's still, but then there's an even but, like it's the same entity, right? <clears throat> I, I'm asking, well, I yeah, 2018, John. I like to think, and so yeah, so it's all right when doctor when the doctor regenerates, it's they still retain like some memory of their previous, but it's almost like reincarnation. Like, okay. like they they don't, 
they don't carry everything with them. Like, so okay. she knows that her previous form was a Scotsman, like an old Scotsman, right? Yeah. But how much they retain over each generation kind of varies. Okay. And where this one is, this season is very much kind of like uh, where they've hit the reset button again. Um, I don't imagine there's going to be a lot of throwback to Peter Capaldi's area. Where, era. Uh, where are the Cylons at in this thing? You mean the, <laughs> the Cybermen? No, the, the Daleks. Uh... Daleks. That's what I was thinking. Sorry. Sorry. So I don't watch it's Doctor It's only been Who, one I'm episode. Trying. It's only been one episode. But, and the so least, Steve Moffat. least intimidating villains. On the... So yeah. Steve Moffat's fucking gone. He's out? Yeah, he's out. And so now the show is like actually kind of good. Like it's still kind of campy, but it takes itself more like seriously, I think. Hmm. Like, whereas I feel like with Stephen Moffat's like, campy, hokey campy forever. Yeah. Whereas Chris Chibnall's like, we'll retain some of the camp, but also like, it's 2018. Let's- uh, well, a couple things that have changed aside from the doctor are increased pr- uh, production values mm-hmm. um, because uh, the BBC realized that they have to compete not just with like other broadcast television, but they have to compete with sci-fi shows that are on Netflix mm-hmm. and Hulu and Amazon Prime. The gifted, the, the 100. That have like, ridiculous budgets right and well, so like lost in space and yeah. black mirror and- exactly Has anybody so, finished lost in space i watched like one episode and was like eh. no i didn't even start i got I through like five and i was like um fucking four years old so the <laughs> <laughs> the production value was noticeably bigger that's good man. um so it, it looks a lot prettier mm-hmm. um and one of the things i noticed and this, is, this isn't something i normally pick up on but like the filmography was, it was like, totally was, different. Yeah, it was really different and really good. Like, yeah, it was like, a I, lot more cinematic. It, exactly. It wasn't until like halfway through the episode, I was like, oh, fuck, Stephen Moffat's not doing this. Yeah, yeah. It's really cinematic. And um, like uh, going into any regeneration, I'm always kind of nervous about the new doctor because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I mean, so far there hasn't been a doctor I haven't loved to some degree, right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't worried about that with this one, but you always have that kind of adjustment period. And Jodie Whittaker is so fucking charming in this. Mm-hmm. And she is anyone that was concerned about the gender switch, not because they didn't want the doctor to be a woman, but because it is such a jarring like paradigm swap. Mm-hmm. Like their fear should have been like blade in like three minutes of her of her being on screen because she yeah. is very much the doctor. Well, and so like I was like getting tenant vibes but i've talked to so many other people who are like oh no she reminds me of matt smith oh no she reminds me of eccleston like i really like that she is her own thing but she still can remind a ton of people of their favorite doctors yeah yeah i mean that's the thing she is whether she reminds you of matt smith or tenant or whoever um she is like a doctor like she's the doctor right and it and so it's it's great like she's really she's fun um like Mm -hmm. really quirky um, I, my only, uh, reservation about the show is I do have a hard time when they do the hard stops, like, and hit that reset button. Cause I do like them referencing some of the previous stuff. Yeah. And I, I, I I'm sure they'll probably do that to some degree, but I, and I don't want it a ton, but they've pretty much said like, we're not going to have Daleks. We're not going to have Cybermen. We're like, we're not going to have any of like those familiar 1800s characters. London. At Wait, least, at no, least this no season. Daleks? Well, that's what they've said, but they've said that in previous seasons too, to like throw people off as like a red herring. But, um, you know, there needs to be some familiarity there. So mm-hmm. I hope they, f- they strike that right balance. And so far, like in that first episode, 
I mean, the only like throwaway, well, she was still wearing Capaldi's clothes to like three quarters through the episode. And then there's a throwaway line where she said a half an hour ago, I was a, an old Scotsman. So give me like, give me a minute to catch up. Like yeah. she was, cause I, she was still like in that regeneration mode. So <laughs> never mind. It's a dumb question. So everyone's happy. No, there's Jody no Whitaker. dumb questions. Does she get fish fingers and custard? No, no. How she no, in fact, we don't even we don't even see the TARDIS in this episode. No, the TARDIS is like exploded. the thing about like she's still re- like she's still technically regenerating, but she's yeah. just like women that go in because she describes regeneration how it's like every cell every cell like is tingling is tingling and rebuilding itself. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, it's just like women going through their periods where our body hurts, but we still get to work. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one interesting thing that like we didn't see the TARDIS at mm-hmm. all. It's gone. It's gone. Bye-bye. So it'll regenerate. It'll look new. When oh, and there's like it. a body count too. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Like she, like, like someone died. Yeah. Just like. It was the, one of her companion's wives. Like she died. What? No, it was the grandma. Which grandma? Of this first episode? Yeah. That's not really like she died of old age. No, like she was on the tower and she got like electrocuted or something. And so she fell off the tower and she died. Yeah. Wasn't that that dude's wife? Yeah, the old guy's dude. Yeah, I'm t- yeah, but the regular black kid. It's oh, his yeah, grandma. Yeah. It's like no but, one got murdered. She but just he, like, but her husband's one of the old. companions too. She just happened to yeah. be like ninety and was at the tower when her heart attack. No, happened. she was like in her fifties. Oh. Yeah, like like, like early sixties, late fifties. Yeah, yeah. And what? This is season thirteen. No, this is like season nine. Eleven. Eleven. It's 11. Season eleven. Doctor thirteen. Yeah, thirteenth Doctor. So we're only one seasons. season behind then. We just yeah. finished season nine, so. So everyone's happy with Jody. I, I think if I, I think her. if you were looking forward to it, like I mean, anyone out there who is just against the idea of the Doctor being a woman, I don't think this episode's gonna like. Well, they like, went in a way different direction because when they first announced it, they were like Baby Spice. What? That's who are from the Spice Girls, the blonde one. What the fuck are you talking I about? Don't know. I don't watch Doctor Who. <laughs> She's blonde. Know. She's blonde and British. Blonde baby and British. Spice. The only, my only frame of reference is Baby Spice. Right. That's why she's so famous, right? Because she's the only blonde Brit. Yes, that's yeah. exactly mm-hmm. exactly what it is. So, I think if maybe you are apprehensive just about like some multiple aspects, like new creator, new Doctor. Yes, there's a gender change. If you were like kind of on the fence about that, I would I would think that this episode would win you over but mm-hmm. i think most people i think most people in the doctor who fandom were probably pretty excited about it and were i haven't heard anything negative about the episode like all the reviews and like word of mouth that i've seen is people loved it so yeah, yeah good stuff cool end episode this episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East, Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.